Hello, welcome back to Naked and Real with the Rev. The subject is Astonishing by Reverend Teresa Heipel, Master of Divinity with Counseling Ministry. Astonishing means extremely surprising or impressive, amazing. When we see someone attempt something that is hard for them to do and succeed, we are astonished. How did that person do that, we wonder? When we watch the Olympics, we are watching the extremely fit athletes that have trained for years, and we get to see their performance, and when they can do their performance with ease and joyful abandonment and be in the moment, they come out ahead of their competition. It's what we call muscle memory. When you do things the same way over and over and have success, you have muscle memory. Cooking and baking are happening now at an astonishing rate. Because of our shelter-in-place orders, flour in the stores is minimal because people are creating as to what to do during this time. Many have jobs that they can't do from home, and they are not an essential worker to fight this pandemic. Many of us are in that same boat. We sit tight and keep praying that this pandemic will subside, get us back to work, and back to normalcy. As one comedian said, Normal is only a setting on your hairdryer. In reading National Geographic, it is astonishing to see how many instincts, how many insects are now extinct. There is a purpose and a season for each of those creatures, as it is for us. It is astonishing when looking through the obituaries how many people have lived over 100 years old, and yet, in the same column, it is even more astonishing to see it that a baby has died. It doesn't seem quite fair, does it? Yet, we don't have the mind of God. We don't always understand what the purpose is for a life that is seemingly cut short. I've been thinking recently that maybe the soul decided it didn't want to be here at this time. So they decided to bow out, if you will, for another chance at another time. They thought they wanted to be here in this time and space, but decided something different towards the end. We are going to be feeling and seeing astonishment for many months and years to come. We are going to be astonished when our jobs that we thought were secure during this pandemic have been eliminated. We thought we were going back to our business or to work, but found out the owner couldn't survive, so they shut the doors. Our economy is going to have a ripple effect, if not already having a ripple effect. We see it in the stock market. We see it at the grocery stores. We see it in the fact that some truckers aren't trucking. We see it in the meat industry when the plants that produce our meat have closed down due to this pandemic because many of the workers have tested positive for COVID-19. We are seeing it in the fact that many animals are not going to be slaughtered the above reason. We are finding that they will not be sold and therefore the farmer who owns these animals will be incurring a loss. Without trade agreements many farms may dissolve because there is no money coming in to continue farming. With no farmers we don't eat. That's the long and short of it. Having grown up on a family farm I have seen the struggle that it takes to make a productive farm. My generation is the fourth generation on the homestead farm. 
My brother's taken over the family farm, and his two sons are farming with him. With his sons, we are now in the fifth generation family farm. That was homesteaded in 1899. Now that's a really good run. You don't usually hear about five generations staying in farming. Will it survive this pandemic? Will any farm survive this pandemic? I know that they will do all that they can, just like every other farmer will do everything they can to stay in business. All of them, my brother and my two nephews, his sons have all been to trade school. Our parents and those before them knew that in order to get ahead, you had to get an education. Whether you were going back to the farm or not, you had to further your education beyond high school in the event that you couldn't make it with farming. You had better have another skill set. They will survive somehow. They may not be doing what they had thought they would do, but if need be, which I hope doesn't happen to any farmer, they will do what they need to to survive. We are living in astonishing times. We have seen astonishing feats and been astonished when something that we thought would happen didn't happen. You can train and do your very best and yet not be able to quite make it. The Olympics are a great example. You work really hard all day long, every day. You do as your coaches tell you. You do your activity really well. As the day approaches for the Olympic tryouts, you are excited and when you try out, like if you're a gymnast, for example, you fall off the balance beam. You are now automatically disqualified. You have done your best on that day and your best wasn't good enough and you are astonished that you are not going to get to go even though you are the top performer. There is no getting around it. Or you are a professional baseball player working your way up to the professional league. You are paying your dues, so to speak. You are a superior athlete, but you get injured and now, all of a sudden, you have no career because everything has been based on how well your body performed. You are astonished that all of a sudden, that career is over. Most professional athletes retire when they are young in age, but their bodies are older because of all the intense training and work they have made their body do. They aren't quite as fast at age 40 as they were in their 20s. We are astonished when someone who we consider really healthy ate all the right foods and exercised diligently drops over dead from a heart attack. In the book, You Are What Your Grandparents Ate, What You Need to Know About Nutrition, Exercise, Epigenetics, and the Origins of Chronic Disease by Judith Finlayson, she talks about the fact that our health is determined not necessarily what your mother ate, but what your grandparents ate. It's a really fascinating book. She talks about your family, your genome, which is your genetics, nutrition, and your health. And it breaks it down by age groups like childhood, adolescence, adulthood, and aging. If you're going to read any book this year, I would suggest you read this book. Highly recommend this book. We are astonished when we have been working at the same company for years and we are up for a promotion, we are up for a promotion, and we don't get it. Why not, you may ask? When things like this happen, I say, it was God's protection. We don't know what all the stressors 
R of that particular position is, and you may not have the time or energy to do that particular job that you thought you wanted. There are many things to be astonished about. Questions. How do you handle your astonishment? When are you astonished? What circumstances or situations astonish you? What can you do to bring that astonishment back to a healthy level? From astonishment, we get to be attached to something or someone. Attachment is our next subject in this series. And because you've been listening for a long time, I would invite you to go to Amazon.com and in the search bar type Naked and Real with the Rev. And my ebooks will all pop up, so buy as many as you want because this is meant to be life changing. I'm asking these questions not nonchalantly, but to make you to think. I want people to think it's hard to do, I get it. But you need to think these questions through and decide where you are on your spectrum so you can grow and improve in your life. That is my intention. Thank you for listening. God bless you.